you need to create space for yourself to think about your business, to think about what's important to you. And if you can't do that, if you can't unplug, if you can't recharge and whatever terminology you want to use, then you will be in that the rat race or the hamster wheel or whatever you want to call it. That crisis loop, much better than a hamster wheel. Because again, I mean, not to say that it's going to solve all of your problems, but some of those simple workflow tools that you probably, you might already be getting with your Microsoft 365 subscription or whatever it is, that might just be the best place to start. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Strategy and the Virtual Controller, uh, a podcast where we talk all things accounting, technology, service offering, pricing, workflow, all designed to help accountants and bookkeepers who want to build their business with more intentionality, help their clients really understand what's happening in their business, and also deliver real value to their clients, and also deliver a, a great experience and workplace for their team as well. So that's what we're talking about. We're sharing the insights that we've learned that we're learning that we're seeing in accounting firms bookkeeping firms all around the world so if you are enjoying the episode please head back into the archive check out a few of the others that we've done and also if you are enjoying the episode please rate us like us share us uh, so we can get the word out about our podcast my name is Damien Greathead and I'm sitting in a very sunny Sydney today not San Francisco despite my background my co-host Penny Breslin she's in San Diego what's it like outside your window Penny? Actually, the sun came out, the June gloom kind of got out of the way. This morning, it was nice. They say that people are getting depressed with all the June gloom and May gray that we've had this year, but I kind of like it. Yep. The way the waves were like really mellow this morning. And it typically burns off in the afternoon, doesn't yeah, it? it? So you sort it of, does. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of a nice way to start the day in, in some Yeah, respect. to me, it is. I mean, you know, I grew up in Boston and lived all those years in the Rocky Mountains. So, you know, the hot sun sun, not my favorite. Yeah, that's fair. Well, Penny, today we've sort of dove into AI in the last couple of episodes and sort of how we're seeing AI evolve and the role that it's playing today in an accounting firm. And we've sort of hypothesized about what the future of that might look like. But that means that we haven't talked workflow for a while. And and workflow, I think, is one of the hot topics that we like to talk about. And it's also one of the I don't know, based on sort of the emails that we've received this week and the conversations that we've had this week, maybe it could actually be one of the simplest solves for a lot of accounting firms, particularly as they transition away from the brick and mortar offices and moving of paper and moving of files and being able to wander down a hallway and ask a question. Simple workflow still seems to be a big challenge in in an accounting firm, doesn't it? Of all sizes, yes. Of all sizes, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's come up quite a bit, especially this week. And, you know, AI, we discussed this in the prior podcast about how AI is becoming useful from not only a marketing standpoint and doing presentations, and but how workflows are integrating AI to help with the productivity of client communication and the flow of the client work. I mean, they're already something without AI that helps you from a productivity standpoint of who, what, when, where, and how. Basically organized and in a location that, okay, 
got the email today, this week. <laughs> I have two stories, okay? And it's just so weird. I know we planned on talking about workflow last week. We were chit-chatting back and forth. And then, you know, it's like the universe provides you <laughs> with Oh, I know it's like what, it's, what's it's what, weird. we were yeah ears must have been burning somewhere so <laughs> yeah because I got this email from a client and we've been doing work for them for a while and, and I had back and forth you know they even said when they they uh signed up with us they said you know we don't have all the things because she listens to the podcast and she goes we don't have all those things you talk about we're a very traditional firm and I'm not going to name the firm, but I am going to say Victoria because she said she's going to she's going to listen to this one because this morning I said, can I use what you just said? She goes gladly. And she goes, basically, we're we're a kind of firm, you know, the old cast style of doing right up on steroids. That's their <laughs> idea of cast. Yeah. And they have a workflow, but the workflow was built. For tax. And internally. There is no outward connectivity with the client. That's all done separately, everything. And so when they, they signed up with us, I said, you know, let's take this slow. You don't have all the tools that trying to develop this CAS division within this established, old school, well-established, relatively large firm. And let's call it a practice because at this point, that's they're practicing cast. So I said, okay, well, we're going to have to take this slow. And there's going to be a lot of clunks in this because we're only allowed to communicate through email. With Zap, I automatically push their emails into a Slack channel, but that can occasionally break. And then, so the person that went to, and it was, it was working relatively well. I'm CC'd on every email, which I do not enjoy <laughs> at all. And then the main person we're dealing with, lovely. I mean, the work's going well. She went on vacation. And when she did, nobody knew anything that was getting done because it was all in her email. So they reached out to me saying, what are you guys doing? Who's working on it? How far are they? Because you're copied on everything. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, you know, I know we're supposed to be doing eight hours a day, but I don't see that. And they're asking for more work, but work is not being completed. So, you know, she's going, and I've introduced her to a couple of workflows and she has set up demo times for them, but it's going to be a long process to get that accepted into this firm. Well, she was able to show them my response and they're actually considering, okay, whatever workflow you get, maybe we should put it and replace the workflow we're already using, which was a relatively well-known tax. So they were using something, but they, were they not using it well, it's properly? Tax they, no, it was tax practice management software. Yeah. Yeah, it was specific to tax. It doesn't really flow in the kind of work that the CAS team needs to do. And you, what's an example of that, Penny, like in terms of what the tax workflow does versus the CAS workflow? Because CAS is very much back and forth, whereas tax is do my job, move it on, move it yeah, on, exactly. move it on. Is, is that sort of the what, what people should be thinking about? Yeah. So let me just describe her point because there were several points she brought up. So I just want to focus on the one point that had to do with this. And then my response to it is 
Okay, is Sophia our official team member now for seat number one? That seems to be the case. We haven't heard formally the last thing we're aware of. Grace had the chicken. One of my team leaders got chicken pox. And, you know, when I told him, I said, okay, get everybody in the room and let's just get this over with. He looked at me appalled, like, why would you want to infect the whole office with chicken pox? I go, because that way we can get it over with. Otherwise, we're going to drag it out. And they don't do things that way. And so, but she's still, yeah. So, and we told him, we said, it's going to be a while. She's not coming back in the standard 10 days like we do in the United States. She's not going to show up in the office until the doctor okays her way, mm-hmm. you know, so she comes back next week. Anyways, so they were going, and go, I want to pull all the communications out of email to keep things going in Zoom chat only. So-and-so is out this week. It makes it very apparent to me there are questions all over the place. <laughs> yeah, she's looking through her emails going, what the hell do you organize it? I need the rest of my team to be jumping in when she's gone. And they're not copied on the emails. <laughs> yeah, I am though. <laughs> We have client-specific Zoom chats, and I would like to keep the communication there only, which is fine. We told them we would absolutely do that. We're pushing it into our Slack, but we have Zoom chats that we use with other clients and teams. So, I mean, it's not like we couldn't adapt. Does that work for you? We need to lead this and be consistent on our end. I just want to make sure this I'm not missing anything. And she goes, I'm looking at the firm-wide, there's a firm-wide initiative going on behind the scenes to change our workflow tool. And that's the first. And so they're getting pressure. And so she did list the ones that we had recommended and they're looking at them too. So that's a good thing. So my response to her was, listen, I go, first I went through the VPN issues, talked to her about Brace, yada, yada. Zoom chat's not a problem. We just need to know that that's what you want to do. And then I said, here's a definition of workflow, really quick, bullet pointed it for her. All the client communication linked to the client record in the workflow right? So I'm not going all over the place looking for communication. It's about that client. It's about that task. It's in that workflow underneath that client contact record, period. Assigned allocation of resources, letting one know who has the task. Statuses that tell us whether the task is on time to be completed, what's holding it up, what's missing. Due dates with recurrence and priority, cutting down on the questions that revolve around administrating the task, and a history of prior Q&A, so there's no repeating of mistakes and repeating questions, right? So that was just like, that took me like two seconds. I could have gone on and on about, you know, the value of it. And it's like, here she is, this woman's gone for a week, and all the work just kind of stopped. And everything well, first about- things first, what do you think the big fear of workflow is? Because obviously it brings in a layer of transparency. So everyone has visibility on what's going on. That's do, do you think that's a fear that I'm like, oh, shit, oh, people see think- that I'm not on top of myself? Or- oh, yeah. I think that workflow, it holds everybody accountable. But, you know, it also damn well makes it easy for you to figure out what you have to do that day and allows you to prioritize your day and keeps you out of email, which is distracting. And what free time you have, you then can go and you can figure out if you're going to have free time. And there's another story that came in just like an hour before this podcast recording. It was another issue revolving around the lack of workflow. So it just, 
it organizes the day. I think the part of it is that's difficult. And I don't see this so much in, and I said this today to somebody else, it's younger firms, but I don't mean younger, oops, sorry, younger firms based on a chronological age of the person, but younger firms based on the chronological age of the company. The firm, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Firm. So if there's a lot, obviously a lot of adoption of workflow for people who are interested in cloud-based services with their clients. You couldn't run a good cloud-based or CFO service without a proper cloud-based workflow for tracking. And if you think you're doing it well, I'm going to just say you're not, period. Mm. Because I've seen too many things like that where somebody's gone in and they go, okay, we're going to set this up for tax and couple of things happen. One, CAS work is not one time, once a year for one person or entity. CAS work is daily, weekly, monthly, annual, quarterly. It's ongoing. It never stops. And it's status points change and priorities change and the client changes. The client changes because the technology that you're utilizing for the client might change. The client's changing because you are in their books full time. You're in there all the time. And you're hopefully giving them really good information to grow their business. But you're also seeing more things that you can do and more things that you can add on. And so stuff changes. And, and also the client needs might change. So they, oh, yeah. they might all of a sudden be like, oh, there might be a cash flow shortage. We've got to get to the bank. We've got to do this. There's a capital investment or a capital purchase or something along yeah. those lines. So the actual business needs change quite And the, dri- the drivers the change. Yeah, the drivers yeah. change. There's a need for the CPAs and our account managers to have a real closer look-see into the GL. So I was on a Zoom call this morning with somebody, a group of people, and I said, you know, you always know when you meet somebody who really doesn't know cloud GLs, because they'll say, well, why don't you just go get that for me? And in the back <laughs> of your mind, you go, yeah, because you don't fucking know how to do it, right? <laughs> so, let me walk down the file. Let me walk down and get that file for you. Yeah, yeah. Let me open up that filing cabinet. <laughs> yeah. But what it is, is that this lack of ability to, and the other thing that you find out is like, I'll go in and somebody will have a workflow. Yeah, we have workflow and it's cloud-based and yeah, we use it for tax. And then you'll go, well, nothing's been done in it. And so one guy said to me, he goes, it's like looking at a wall. I went, what do you mean? I go, oh, I know what you mean. He goes, what? And I go, you're not using statuses. He goes, what's a status? <laughs> I was going to say that they're using it for one very small thing. Yes, yeah. Where they, they could, move, you know what they, they're they using just... it for? They're using it for like a CRM. Here's the client contact information, yeah. period. Here's their address. Here's their EIN number or their SSN number. All of that's mm-hmm. in there. But no status points of moving it, even on a tax return where you would log on and you go, okay, so how do you know whether or not this is in review or prep or what? I don't. I, oh, I walk down the hallway. Exactly. <laughs> I walk down the hallway. I walk down the hallway. I, I so you're them. using this. You've paid for it. Wow. And then but, you'll but make like I, dime me on employment. <laughs> Come 
one. Really? Know, those tax workflows, they're expensive. But I, I think that is the case as well. Is, is a lot of firms like, no, no, we've got, we're using workflow, we're cutting edge. But you still walk in and there's piles of paper and there's yeah. still filing cabinets. And yeah, to your point is it may as well just be a screensaver or a wallpaper versus a, an actual tool that tracks work and enables you to manage the practice. Because I mean, ultimately that's- I And we're not said, even talking remote. Accountable. We're not yeah. even talking yeah, remote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this, they're in the same office, right? And the left hand's not doesn't know what the right hand's doing. She goes on vacation and nobody no, nobody can pick up where her work left off. But also you, you just got to think about the, that actual employee experience, that workplace. It must be incredibly stressful. Like even going on holiday and the Americans are not keen to take vacation or anything along those lines as it is. But imagine going on holiday, on vacation, with that sitting in the back of your mind going, oh, shit, I'm well, the only one that knows where stuff is, or Penny does. Well, <laughs> but funny you backup. should say that because that also occurred this week where we were working with somebody and her response is gone fishing. And she literally told everybody she was going fishing, but she did check in once in a while. Why? Because she's the owner of the firm and she doesn't feel comfortable, you know, probably needs, feels the need to check in. I kind of got jealous twice this week because one client who uses us said, I want you to know my wife said, thank you. And I'm like, why? He goes, because this is the first time in five years, I'm actually going on a real vacation with my wife. Yeah. And wow. I know when I get back, all the work's going to get done. It's going to be the, done. The things yeah, are right. still ticking along. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, everyone, I think the other thing is everyone knows what's expected of them. Everyone knows what to do. It's been assigned mm-hmm. to them. They know the workflow. They know what comes next. And he, he again, did a lot of the work that. up front to make sure that happened. Yeah, yeah. But you go back to this workplace environment and accounting firms struggling to find people. And I can absolutely understand why, because you have these tools, but they're not being used. There's still this flurry of activity in terms of trying to understand where a status is and what's happening. You can't disconnect for vacation. You certainly can't work remotely efficiently. So why would you want to go into these workplaces? Really? (laughs) I mean, I've had to do it. I mean, like I've been on the beach in La Saladita in Mexico. <laughs> they actually came to drink after me <laughs> because I didn't like the way they were making their margaritas. So they said, you come behind the bar and make it. So I made it. And a couple of people came and said, can I try one of those? And they went, oh yeah, we really like those. So Was it the Rita Margarita? The Rita special? The mag- <laughs> yeah, because on my credit card, it uses my real name. And so yeah. they thought my name was Rita, which I guess it is. But I would get up and go, I would go surfing, you know, Dawn Patrol surfing, do a couple hours and then come in and open up my laptop at the one local bar that would be open at that time on the beach and have breakfast with the margarita and do two hours worth of work on my laptop and then go back, smoke a joint and spend the rest of the day surfing. So, but that was my vacation, but I at least had to check in. You know, for two but hours. also it's one thing to check in and, and as the owner of the business, that's your prerogative, you know, and that particular client that you were talking, I think also if they logged in every other day or once a day, just to make sure things, there weren't any fires and it gives well, them that mainly confidence that they in. can do it. Yeah, I was maybe logging in with India because, you know, this was, you know, I was jealous when he said he was going on vacation. Mm. And then I had another one who's a, somebody who wants to do business with us and he said he unplugged for a week. And I was jealous of that. And he goes, that's going to delay us getting started with you. Uh, <laughs> weeks, I said, 
I'm okay with that because I was going to unplug the second week of July and just nothing. I don't even want to, because I've got Maggie and Megan doing a fantastic job taking care mm-hmm. of me. I mean, it's just wonderful to have it. I feel like I can totally unplug. They know exactly what they need to do. They can talk to the clients. They can take care of anything that I could take care of. And retire. I actually feel that, I mean, you know. Because he went down to the city to talk to them about a right-of-way issue. And then the flipping mayor said, could we just hire you back as a consultant? And we're going to need you solid for the next three months. <laughs> yeah, but also, I mean, you, you sort of go back to some of the earlier episodes that we've talked about, and it's very much about you need to create space for yourself to think about your business, to think about what's important to you. And if you can't do that, if you can't unplug, if you can't recharge and whatever terminology you want to use, then you will be in that the rat race or the hamster wheel or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That crisis loop, yeah, much better than a hamster wheel. Because again, I mean, not to say that it's going to solve all of your problems, but some of those simple workflow tools that you probably, you might already be getting with your Microsoft 365 subscription or whatever it is, that might just be the best place to start. So before or even, you sort of go like, down. Even if you're in Gmail, yeah. you know, I mean, you could set up repeatable tasks. Even if you're a one-off person, I mean, we've got, the issue that happened an hour before this podcast where it was a, a smaller one-person firm who's hired us because they've gotten so much work that they need to offload it to us. And I said, what's your workflow? She goes, well, I kind of work by myself, so I don't really do it. And I go, oh, this is going to be a problem. And she goes, yeah. well, let's try it my way. And I went, okay. So <laughs> I showed her how to use Slack so she could know, you know. And instead today, well, last night, she sent over a high priority, needed it back, the next day and didn't address it to anybody. Just threw uh, it into a Slack, the Slack, a Slack just sort of a Slack message. <laughs> just a Slack message. And her team leader was going through all her chan- assigned channels at the end of the day and saw and went, oh no, because it's already mm. almost closing time. And I know I had a Zoom with her going on about a VPN connection that we were having an issue with. And it was already late in the day. I said, you can go home. And she looked at me. She goes, no, I can't. This lady's expect, this, this company, client's expecting this back today. And I'm like, oh, shit. How late did you have to work? And then it comes back. And, of course, because she slammed it out, didn't bother to review it, had to get home. It had some mistakes in it. And so now it's like, you didn't do it on time. And you made mistakes. And it's like. Why would you send something like that high priority and not like at somebody? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I know I shit rolls downhill and we're going to take the hit on it. But it's like if you're a multi partner firm or if you're a single entity, you still need some way of tracking. I mean, I do. Even like if my Google calendar, I'll right click it, make a task for myself mm. and just like, and even if it's a damn shopping list, pull it up my phone when I'm at the grocery store, just because there's so much stuff going on. How do you control it? And then you end up in chaos. So. But also it goes to show as well as if, you know, we're so used to using Slack and we, we sort of, we, we understand the ways in which you work with it. But obviously if Slack is a new tool to somebody, you actually do need to sort of spend some time to. Uh, no, she's le- been working with us enough that she had right. <laughs> that app feature before. Okay, look. I'm sure she, uh, you know what? But here's the thing is, my guess was 
she got something that had to be done immediately. And it was late at night and she was under crisis. So mm. the thing is, when that happens, we're going to tend to make bad choices, incorrect choices. And it's not- Or pressured choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not something that anybody does on purpose. I don't think no. she did it on purpose. I'll bet you she didn't even understand that she had done that. It's just that, you know, if you can organize things a little bit better and have that workflow that's, you know, you can look at and go, this is where everybody's at today. And then you can dial in on what it is you have to pay attention to. And then all the other stuff, noise can be put in the background and it just becomes white noise until you're ready to look at it again. And that's a breathing moment. So yeah. I think that's actually a good one in terms of where you set that reminder to be like, okay, it's in. I've received it, but I don't actually have to deal with it straight away. Let me yeah. put it till tomorrow and let me set myself a reminder to, to come back and have a look at it. That triage type mentality versus everything coming through the the, the inbox or Slack or whatever being urgent and high priority. It, it's not, but you because, still need a way to triage everything. Yeah, because emails become the new phone as far as yeah. emergencies. So, you know, you're just... I've walked into offices where the emails kind of like running and they have that long, you remember when Chris Fredrickson was so proud, he had a landscape, you know, monitor yeah. and stuff and there's constant emails and it's ping, ping, ping. And, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like whack-a-mole. <laughs> well, if it's whack-a-mole, but then also if they're coming into you as the account manager or the partner, then you're firing them off to different people to find out answers. Their inbox is getting over. Is fl- or even if you're using Slack, their Slack message is getting overloaded and over. Or they're getting CC'd on things. And when you CC someone, you never, oh, unless you sort it. of make it very specific in terms of I need Penny CC'd, I need you to do this, or Damien, I need you to do this, then it's a complete cluster as well. Whereas again, if you do have that email workflow integration, you can right click and assign. You can yeah. right-click and create a task, right-click and assign to Damien, right-click and assign to, okay. And this that email from the in. client with the question yeah. is now yeah. in the history of the client's contact record in the workflow. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, you're not having to tell anybody. And now with AI, that is in a couple of these that we've already talked about, and two of them are the ones these firms are looking at, is, you know, okay, take that email and make bullet points for me, turn the bullet point into a task, Jesus, a lot of that chaos goes away. That gives you breathing space. I don't know about you, but I'd like to take a breath. I just put down a dog that was 19 years old this week. Mm -hmm. My grandson had a meltdown, ran away from school and tried to walk to my house 10 miles away. Didn't tell his teachers, didn't tell his parents. They had helicopters and police officers looking for him. And I'm driving over to the school to try to help look for me. He's on his way over to my house. I mean, everybody needs breathing space, you know? I mean, it's a good point. You sort of look at the pressures and the intensity of our, our lives. And we have information coming at us from every which way but loose and our phones are pinging at seven, eight o'clock at night and clients are sending us information at eight and nine o'clock at night. And they're not necessarily looking for an answer at eight or nine o'clock at night, but that's when they've had a bit of space to try and send some stuff to you or get some answers to you or get some questions over to you. But our sort of immediate- But you don't um, have to respond to them. Yeah, but our immediate response is to dive into it versus actually, again- If it goes to the workflow automatically because you used- 
some kind of program that automatically takes that. Certain records go into the workflow, the contact. And it triages it. Yeah, and it, it, tri- it, it triages it. So you, so you yeah. have to worry about it. You go, okay, that's already taken care of. Somebody else is going to pick it up in the morning. If I want to stop and sit down and have a cup of coffee before I go in the office, I've already got somebody who's going to pick that up for me. And or I know that they need- can do it. If you need to take time out of the office or take time and go offline, whoever, you know that you can assign it to somebody and they will have everything that they need at their fingertips to to keep the work moving. And I think that's really the issue is that in an accounting firm and a bookkeeping firm, so much, there are so many bottlenecks because either the information sits in somebody's head, the information sits on paper somebody's else's inbox (laughs) or somebody in a disparate system and so therefore it grinds to this halt because someone had to leave early someone had to look after you know had to get over to daycare to pick up a sick child had to look after family members or 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 go drive across town to find a kid that would decide to take a walk or or, you know it took a long weekend because they wanted to unplug and recharge or, or whatever all of a sudden things grind to a halt because we don't we're not using the tools the way that they're meant to be used or alternatively we're trying to make tax tools do non-tax things oh oh, and it's hard it's very hard to do because letting go of that chaos isn't easy i remember the first time i took myself offline and it was on a cliff in mexico going surfing and it was like the first day i was almost like having withdrawal shakes it's like what do you mean Mm. my phone doesn't work why did i bother to bring this laptop i can't connect it to any i mean it was like oh my god oh my god and the server looked at me and goes Jesus, you really have another, needed have this. another margarita. Yeah, it wasn't a but margarita, think, but okay. But also, I think that's part of it as well, isn't it? Is we took two weeks off in May, and it takes you three, four days it's to actually different. stop worrying, and then you get into your holiday mode. Lo and behold, everything the, the team knows what they're doing, knows what they're working on, they're working away at it. And, and if and, you needed if you to check to, in, like yeah. the lady that went fishing, she yeah. had it. She could from her phone. She could, okay, yeah, everything's going fine. Okay, put it down. <laughs> but I think if you sort of, where are we now? We're sort of in June of the year. We're sort of coming into summer. Now is the perfect time to actually carve the time out to look at the different applications out there. And there's a whole host of them from Aero Workflow, Jetpack Workflow, Microsoft and Google have workflow tools. Carbon was one that we mentioned last canopy, week. Or canopy, yeah. Financial sense. You know, even if it's a small firm, or here's the other thing too is some of those guys are not going to like this, but you can look outside the accounting industry and find things like smart sheets. If you're somebody who's into Excel, because we get a lot of people go, well, we just have an Excel file and then we change the colors to let us know what, you know, like, oh, so if you're into that, there's something called smart sheets. But, but even, yeah, but even Google and Asana, and, um, you know, Asana, 17 hats Monday. 17 hats for small Monday for there. smaller ones. And they can and obviously, also... I, you know, have the ability. I work with and QuickBooks Online Accountant has a nice little work function in there that's perfect for we, one and two person firm. Well, actually bigger than that, because we have yeah. three firms working for us that actually use that workflow and they like it. The other thing yeah. is keep, Keeper, some of the, just the bookkeeping companies are using that and it's doing a pretty good job. I mean, when somebody comes up to us, like even with this firm and that had this issue with the person who went on vacation, 
and we were in the Zoom call and she said, so which workflow would you recommend? And I just sat back and I said, ladies, what would you recommend? I mean, they're in all of them and they have their favorites and they have their favorites based on the type of company that we're doing the workflow too. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, mean, it's, again, know, I, I think if, if listeners and you might already have a workflow in and you're like, well, hang on, it's not quite doing that for me, but, or you might not have a, a good workflow tool. But if you're thinking about your summer vacation and that's causing you anxiety because you're like, oh, shit, I'm stepping out of the office for two weeks or I want to unplug for two weeks, now's the time to, to get into it. And I think if you think about, and Penny, share that list of the things that you want it to do. And if you were able to set it up with this idea that we can move work efficiently around the office with the right information for the right people, then that's the reason to do it. So you can go on holiday. I think that's a really good place to end today's episode, Penny. We haven't talked workflow for a while, but I think I'm seeing it more in Australia. The amount of work is only increasing. And so whether you're a small firm that's actually enjoying the efficiencies of cloud and being able to do more and more for your clients, you may not be taking on clients, but you're probably taking on more work and more advisory services and that type of thing. Firms that want to grow through acquisition of new clients, they're absolutely growing. But if we don't have good systems and tools in place, then it's just going to become increasingly stressful for us as the owner operator or for us as the team member. So I think this idea of workload into workflow is a really important one. And now Australian listeners are probably going into to their busy tax time. American listeners have got a bit of a summer break that they might be able to get the team focused on it. But if you don't do it, it's really going to make it difficult for you to unplug grow, keep good people, keep yeah, good clients. Yeah, keep good people and hire new young people. They're just yeah. not going to, they're not going to do it. And people say, well, they won't work. And it's like, they do. They just don't want to work stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they want breathing room. We once had a client who passed away from a heart attack sitting at his desk. And this was many, many years ago. And young kids just, they're not going to do that. Life is too short. The 19 years I had with that little tiny blue Merle there wasn't enough, but it was a good life for her. But, you know, life is short. Nobody ever knows when they're going to be the one getting hit by a bus. So don't waste it. And this stuff gives you breathing room. It just does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, go back to chapter one of the book, which you can get at cpatrendlines.com. What, what is it do? that you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny, are you heading to St. Louis? Yes, I am. I'm going to be going to St. Louis next week. And then, yeah, we've already got some customers that are already that told us they're going to be there and some app people that have told us they're going to be there and they want us to check out this this stuff. There's going to be, if anybody's going to scaling, there's going to be quite a few workflow apps that'll be on the floor out there in the vendor room. So, yeah. I was going to say, there'll be plenty of workflow apps, plenty of opportunities to do the demo. Plenty of opportunity to grab Penny and Penny, what do I need to be, what are the questions I need to be asking these folks? What should they be showing me? So yeah, so that's, I think the last week of June in St. Louis. So keep an eye out for Penny at that one, but Penny, always a pleasure. I think a good conversation today. Yeah, it's good. It's towards the end of the week. I'm happy. It's Friday for you, isn't it? (laughs) Friday for me. So I've got a day and then we've got a long weekend actually. So I'm looking forward to unplugging. Uh, which would be good. Bit of an opportunity to recharge. Folks, if you've enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor, like it, share it, share it on your social medias. If you want to catch up or connect with Penny or myself, you can find us on LinkedIn and Twitter. 
feel free to send any questions over to us. And if there's any way in which we can help your firm, please don't hesitate to get in touch. But Penny, always a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.